I'm Brett Chang. I'm Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, September 2nd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Brett, I have a question for you. What's the question, Jay? Can I see your documents, sir? I really don't think you're allowed to ask me that. No, Premier Ford broke his silence to say that I could ask you that. <laughs> that was all a very elaborate setup to let the Peak Pals know that Ontario is now joining Quebec, BC, and Manitoba and requiring proof of vaccination to enter gyms, bars, restaurants, and nightclubs. Which vaccine-required event are you most excited for? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, my sister-in-law's restaurant, actually, Tutti Matti on Adelaide and Spadina in Toronto. And it's my sister-in-law Alita's birthday today. So, Alita, happy birthday. Brett, what do we have for our Peak Gang today? For our first story, TELUS is teaming up with GM. For our second story, KCS, CPCN, and a battle of the railroad companies. And for our last story, I'll take a flying Uber instead. For our first story, TELUS will work with GM to install 5G connectivity in their cars. Brett, why do I need 5G in my car? Simply put, speed. Well, not the speed of the vehicle per se, but the speed of everything the vehicle is connected to. So I'm talking better navigation, faster music streaming, and eventually self-driving functionality. In August, GM also launched a partnership with AT&T to bring 5G connectivity to their cars in the U.S., so it's no surprise that Canadian telcos and automakers are teaming up. TELUS and GM's 5G-connected cars will first be introduced in 2025, especially considering that TELUS spent $1.5 billion in the 5G Spectrum auction here in Canada, out of a total $7.2 billion spent at the auction. They're trying to get their money's worth. Brett, why should PayPal's care about 5G in their cars? While faster music streaming may not be the most impressive feature, future self-driving capabilities will depend on fast 5G connections to function properly. So this is TELUS and GM getting ahead of the curve. For our second story, U.S. regulators rejected Canadian National Railways Voting Trust, making Canadian Pacific Railways offer for Kansas City Southern more appealing. Brett, that's a lot of acronyms. Explain it to me like I'm an eight-year-old, not a 48-year-old. All right, so let's break it down to the beginning. Both CN Railway and CP Railway want to acquire KCS, Kansas Southern, to form the biggest rail network in North America. It would go from Canada all the way down to Mexico. CN had the most competitive bid with $30 billion offered via something called a voting trust, which is when shareholders pool their shares together and hand them over to a trustee, which lets shareholders cash out before the deal is approved. I have a feeling there's a but coming, Brett. You know it, James. But U.S. regulators rejected CN Railway's voting trust, noting that it would shield them from regulatory scrutiny in what's already one of the largest mergers of the year. Jay, why should the Peak Pals care about all these trains? Well, because it is one of the biggest acquisitions of the year and our economy runs on trains. So the consolidation of two of the biggest rail companies in North America could have significant impact on the cost to ship goods. For our last story, watch out Jetsons. NASA began testing electric air taxis for the first time today. Jay, what's NASA up to now? Well, NASA is working with Joby Aviation, a California-based company that went public through a SPAC merger earlier this year at the valuation of $6.6 billion. They have taxis that have five seats, can travel up to 200 miles an hour, and travel 150 miles per charge. The taxis are for longer-range vehicle trips that are just too short for a plane ride. Think like Toronto to Hamilton. It's a beautiful route uh, if you're driving in the fall, I can tell you that. The main thing NASA will be looking for in the test is how quiet the air taxis are. Joby claims that their air taxis are a hundred times quieter than a conventional aircraft. This is a precondition for any flying car service. The last thing I want is to be woken up by some low air traffic. The Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA in the U.S., 
has to write rules for air taxis and companies like Joby, which may set back Joby's goal of launching a fully operational service by 2024. Jay, why should Peak Pals care about flying taxis? Well, 2024 is actually before the 5G is going to be rolled out in GM cars, but you shouldn't care about it because of that. How cool would it be to jump in a self-driving flying car? It's real space-age stuff. So if Joby and NASA can actually develop a real-life product, that would be just amazing, especially for the Toronto-Hamilton route. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to. And only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for producing this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. Have a great one.